50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. Hi, Alex. Hi, Sophia. I have my producer here. If you can kind of sense in my voice, this is a little bit of a different episode, which you probably fucking can't because I just fucking started talking. <laughs> you would be absolutely correct. I am just, I'm trying something new and something different where I just don't give a shit. <laughs> Guys, you know I give a shit. I'm just like, I'm being more chill and more relaxed and like laid back, you know, yeah. compared to like what I have been doing. Yeah. And I think that's going to be better. Starting with a little repressed memory that I had. And I thought about it for the first time today in I don't know how fucking long, like 20 years. Really? My sixth grade talent show. No. No, fuck. Was it eighth grade? Whatever. It was my middle school talent show. Oh, no. I, with my friend Amira, shout out, we decided that we were going to shake our asses to what's love, Fat Joe, <laughs> Ashanti, and Ja Rule. Do you know that song? Of course. We, it's about us. It's yes. about us. <laughs> We decided no. that it was appropriate, okay, at my Catholic fucking private school, eighth grade, to, oh my God, to start at the top of the bleachers, okay? This is a oh talent God. show. All parents are there. No. All the classes, all the faculty, all watching the talent show. There's like kids fucking playing the recorder, like the sound of music, Edelweiss. There's kids like doing like a magic show. And then there's me and my friend. And I'm wearing like these baggy jeans and like a bandana wrapped around my tits, like as a shirt. <sighs> Starting at the top of the bleachers. And they press play on the Fat Joe song. And I go walking down the bleachers, like <laughs> strutting my stuff, like interacting with the fucking parents in the bleachers oh to this song. And uh, we got in big trouble that day. Did you guys at least finish out the song? We Oh, <laughs> I was not there to play. We finished it. We had a whole dance routine. I was like shaking my ass. I was shimmying. I didn't even know what fucking sex was probably at that point. And I thought we killed it. I thought we just fucking destroyed it. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Did like, you guys at least place? Did you win? <laughs> I, absolutely not. Our teacher came and talked to us like immediately right after it was done. And she said, that was the most inappropriate thing I've ever seen oh done. God. And it was one of those moments where you think you're doing amazing only to realize like, oh, like that it wasn't. It was actually really fucking embarrassing and like shocking for a lot of people, <laughs> which I guess is just my life and like half the shit That's I say. True. So that was just like a little memory. I wanted to share with you guys. But in other news, can we talk about Instagram? Yes. I have some bones to pick. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I have a bone to pick. 
with Instagram. You're beefing with Instagram. Yeah. I mean, they're not beefing with me back. I mean, they're kind of like dominating the conversation. Like I'm like their little bitch, but like I'm going to complain about it. (laughs) Instagram and TikTok. I have been alerted by both platforms that I am on thin fucking ice and like the next inappropriate quotation marks thing that I release, like I'm getting banned from the platform. Are you serious? Yes. It's like bad, bad, bad. TikTok, it was like one more video, you're done. Instagram, see, I don't even like want to bring it to their attention because then they're going to like remember. But they (laughs) did say they were going to take my privileges away to use the link. Oh. And they said it was going to start yesterday and it hasn't started. So, wait, guys. what the? But for what? Because everyone listening right now is like, Sophia, what are you releasing on those platforms? Like, it must be like dirty, really bad. Alex, you've seen some of the shit TikTok has like taken down. Oh, yeah. For three videos that I put out, one of them gets taken down. Like, that's literally the ratio. Wow. And it's so fucked up. What was it today? There was one this morning that like threw me into a spiral. Like there is literally nothing wrong. Oh, I'm wearing thigh highs and you can like see my ass cheeks a little bit. But like vagina covered, nipples covered, ass kind of covered. <laughs> and all I'm doing is like jumping around. And they took it down. Seriously, I feel like I'm being censored. Why? That's so interesting because you know what they don't take down? What? 13 and 15 year olds like fucking twerking in their swimsuit. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just fucking over it. I, I'm i not targeting children and I feel like I'm just being judged because I'll talk about a vagina or like how to ride a dick every now and then. Yeah. Which should be allowed. Hi, sex ed. You're welcome, TikTok. Anyways, um, that's one way to make friends. But I just feel like things that I've said and done in the past, like I'm being like any content I release from here on out is deemed inappropriate. So that's a struggle that I'm living with every single day. But like, it's just fucking annoying. It's those goddamn 13-year-olds, I'm telling you. Fuck you if you're 13. Just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, aside from Instagram, TikTok, uh, I did a photo shoot on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, ooh, just like saying that, just it sounds like a little off-putting, but I don't think— I've never done something like that. Okay, you know? but there's girls that have like 120 followers on Instagram. They're like, just did a photo shoot. And it's like— her and her younger sister in the backyard. (laughs) And they are not ashamed to say it. I'm just the most self-deprecating. Like, I'm going to work on that. I did a fucking photo shoot. I looked really good. I have never done something like that before. It was... It was really interesting, Alex, because I did something I've never done before. I brought my mom. I let her tag along. And you've seen how my mom and I interact. And like, I'll be like the girl from Mean Girls and be like, can you go fix your hair? And I'll just like shun her to the side. Yes. I really just like integrated her. Like I let her do her thing for up to 20 minutes being in like the (laughs) photo studio. There was like a switch that flipped and she just took on Kris Jenner, but like in an insane way. Like she was like stopping the girl taking pictures and was just like, Sophia, you look better like this, this, this. It was very, uh, it was just a lot. Interesting. It, it was a lot for me who I've never done something like that. Like I've been in front of a camera, obviously. I've never been in basically lingerie looking hot. There were real models there. And then my mom's like screaming at everybody. Yeah. (laughs) So it was just like, but overall, amazing experience. And I can't wait for the pics. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm -mm, 
Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now... I'll let y'all know when Sloot's giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post party struggles. I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage of my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is taste salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday scaries with taste salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salute knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, But you get to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at tastesalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taste Salute. Okay, guys, can we talk about something a little more serious and a little more adult? It's Salute University. Mm -hmm. It is time for Salute University, folks, and this is a fucking good one. 
It is time to reclaim our throne sleuths and use our power to our advantage. Our pussy power. Mm -hmm. Whatever type of power. It is time to reclaim our throne sleuths and use our power to our advantage. Our pussy power. Whatever type of power. For this seminar, I want to talk about getting the upper hand. Because... All relationships have a power dynamic. And despite what you've heard, that power is not distributed equally. It's just not. One person is always in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. And I think people, that's a hard truth for people to swallow. Yeah. You know, people like to think in fairy tale land that everything is equal and the power is equal and the love is equal. It's just not true. And the sooner you're okay with that truth, the sooner you can become the person that has the upper hand if you want it. Because, get ready for this, Alex, (laughs) the power dynamic can change. It's not a stagnant thing. Someone who called all the shots in the beginning can all of a sudden find themselves fucking on their back, just got fucked up the ass, don't even know what's going on. And they don't have the power anymore because now you do. And I think that's just empowering to know. You can get the power back. Yes. I don't care what the situation is. And this applies to any stage of the relationship. Whether you guys just started talking, maybe you guys have been fucking already, or maybe you've been with this bitch for two years and you're feeling he's starting to get bored of you. Mm-hmm. Yikes. We hate to see it. I hate it. And I am fully prepared for that to happen to me, by the way. Oh my God. But I am going to have the tools to make sure it doesn't stay that way for long. You know where I actually see this a lot, a lot, a lot is in the beginning stages. Oh, my God. Tell me how many times you have heard a woman say, fuck, I gave it away too early. Yes, always. Always. These women either think that they showed too much interest too soon or that they fucked him too soon, Mm -hmm. too early. Yeah. And I'm going to talk heteronormatively, okay? Is that okay with everybody? Thank you. Thank you. It just simplifies it when I'm trying to teach a class, okay? (laughs) So let's get into the steps to reclaiming your power. and. These are not going to be steps that you open a self-help book and see. And I understand that. Yes. If you Google this, these are not the steps that they're going to tell you to take. They're just things that work and have worked for me. Okay? Let me just say that. So I think the first and maybe the most important thing is control your emotions, please. As one of the most emotional bitches on planet Earth, hi, I'm a cancer and also have my son rising cancer, double trouble, double the emotional turbulence. I'm a wreck. I only show that side when I know that I have made it to third base and I'm safe. I see all of these women getting so caught up in the guy courting them and the word vomit he's fucking baby bird feeding them into their mouths mm-hmm. i'll have girls be like oh my god brad like he told me he's crazy about me or brad said he can't wait for me to meet his mom or like we have to go on vacation together i hate that shit that one's like oof they're just words they're just words and You fall for it and then you have a fucking lapse in judgment and think it's cool to reciprocate. Yes. Hell no. No, no, no. You can reciprocate when you have a ring on your finger, honey. Until then, I don't think so. I honestly find it shocking that girls believe men in the first place. (laughs) I feel like the beginning of a romantic relationship for me starts with like law and order vibes. (laughs) No, I'm being dead serious. And it's like, okay, this new guy entered my life. The guy is under criminal investigation. 
And the only crime he's guilty of is being of the male (laughs) species. It's how I feel. Because I just don't fucking trust them. And I don't think they should be trusted. And I think that people need to prove to you that they can be. Mm -hmm. So after, you know, he's come up to you on the third date saying, baby, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. So then you end up fucking him. And you end up telling him you love him. And then you come crawling back to me or your friend saying, oh my God, fuck, I gave it up way too soon. Stop it. You didn't fuck up by sleeping with him too soon. No, there's no such thing. Hi, I've had multiple boyfriends that came off of a one night stand. You fucked up by being emotional about it. By being Mm -hmm. emotional in the fucking or after the fucking. But I'm here to help you reclaim the power. And it starts with getting your emotions in check. You can feel all the love and all the butterflies and all the lust in the world and think to yourself, you know what? This guy's just different. And I'm telling you right now, you are going to go ahead and you're going to take all those little feelings and thoughts And you're going to talk to a friend or a therapist about it, not him. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Are we all on the (laughs) same page? Amazing. You are a level-headed slew and you know better than to give into his love bombing. But then, Alex, but then what about for the women that they've already done it? They already fucking showed all their cards and they were like, oh my God, baby, like, I like, yeah, I want to spend the rest of my life with you too. Uh Like, this is what I think you should do. Because it is salvageable. There is nothing in this world that is not salvageable unless he walked in on you fucking his dad or his brother or some shit. Most of the time, it's salvageable. Don't hang out with him for a while. That's the first thing. Yes. And the next convo, when he says he misses you, he already thinks you're obsessed with him, right? So you're not going to say the obvious thing back, which is, I miss you too. You're going to say something vague, like, oh my God, I know it's been forever. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. Something a little nonchalant or fucking double tap. Give it a heart. Yes. I love doing that. You do fucking love doing that. I love doing that. It's like just heart it and say nighty night and power play. So never let him see you cry. Never let him see you happy. Never let him know you like him. Never let him know you don't like him. Okay. Just be a board. (laughs) Yes. You are playing poker. No fucking emotions, okay? If you showed your cards too early, I think the answer is clear here. You just, you need to do the opposite, which is pull back. Well, you know what? I assume the answer is clear. And then none of these bitches do it. And I'm not even talking about the sleuths. I'm talking about my own friends. And I'm like, girl, do you want to help yourself or not? It's very simple. Okay. Another thing, and I'm going to get in trouble and people are going to be mad, but I'm kind of past that point where I care. Blow his mind sexually. You have been giving him your best effort, as you should. I think in the beginning of the relationship, you're really doing your best work, probably. But now is the time to do something he wouldn't expect. For me, that would be sucking his dick. That would be totally unexpected from me. Surprise, babe. I'm actually going to suck your dick. I know you go down on me for three hours a night. But by surprising him this way, you're going to make him rethink and second guess where he fucking stands in this little relationship you guys have. Be nastier than he's used to. Again, I know you're giving your best performance. There is always a way to ramp it up. I'm sorry. Go watch porn for an hour. Click through every single video. You will find something that you did not know existed that you can try. Believe me, there is so much strength in sex. Can we just take a moment? Because I think that was very powerful. That was powerful. Thank you. I just said because women tend to think that they are giving up their power Every time they sleep with a man. Mm -hmm. 
And I think it can be a fucking tool to reclaim your power is how I think about it. It's called the voodoo clam. Look it up. Your vagina castle spell. Sorcery. Your pussy is a sorceress. She's a wizard. She's a magician. She has powers. She can get whatever the fuck she wants. Okay? I do want to say, though, I think that once you break the seal on sex, you can't really go back. Like, if you already slept with him— And all of a sudden you're feeling insecure and you think you're just going to pretend you're the Virgin Mary all of a sudden and not give him sex. I don't think it works that way. Yeah. I I mean, if that's what makes you comfortable and feel safe, that is always a priority. I'm not saying, you know, spread them. Yeah. Give the man what he wants. But like, no. No, you don't owe him shit, but… Yeah. It makes sense what you're saying. Thank you. I'm just saying if you want to regain the power… All of the sudden, not sleeping with him is not the move. The move is to ride the dick different and better than you have before. And then all of a sudden, he can't reach you the next day. Your phone has been off. It's like that shit. Oh, my God. I remember my friend was in this situation. She was, I'm not even going to say they were dating. It was like her and this dude, they were fucking. She really liked him. And... She felt like she was kind of losing the power in that dynamic. And she said that she was at the gym with him and she texted him and said, come to the yoga room and then sucked his dick at the gym. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Sucked his dick at the gym in the yoga room, pulled down his pants, went to town and uh, let's just say it shit works. He ended up telling all of his friends about it in his group chat. And she said that he would bring it up like once a week to her and say how much of a mind fuck it was and incessantly ask her if she had ever done that with somebody else. Like it made him feel Ooh. a little insecure. Power how, move. Power move. How interesting is that? That's insane. So... I'm just telling you guys it works. And if you don't want to, you know, suck his dick behind the fucking weights at your local <laughs> your local rec center, then throw some kinky, dirty talk out there. Throw a daddy out there. Yes, daddy. See how he responds. It's so easy. Make it memorable and make him feel a little bit insecure because he didn't know that you had that in you. Also, try to actually have an orgasm. Yes. Like, the amount of times I've had sex with guys and I've actually orgasmed or not. And they're like, ooh, remember like last time I made you come so fast? Like, you came so hard. Like, they love to like gas themselves up that they did that. They do. I hate when dudes bring up how hard they made me come when they didn't even make me come. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. It's like, mm, no, you didn't. I faked that, okay? Oh I'm my- just a really good actress. You're not that great, okay? Yes. And he's like sitting there bragging about something that didn't happen. Yikes. Hate to see it. Met, I mean, for the men listening, like, maybe like don't bring up the orgasm you think you gave her. Okay. <laughs> the next thing. Have a fucking life. Subtly remind this dude that you have an incredible life with or without him and mean it. Don't just pretend for this dude. Actually make sure that you have a life outside of him. You can fake this to a certain extent. Oh, I'm busy with a deadline or, oh, I'm going to the club with my girlfriends. But there is just an energy you give off when you are actually happy with your life. No one can fill a void in your life except yourself, Mm -hmm. by the way. So if you're losing the power, I suggest be busier than you normally are. You don't get back to him for a full day. It makes people feel uneasy once. I mean, if you didn't already have a life, it makes them feel uneasy once you start having a vibrant life. Yes. Okay. This is the tip of all tips. So if you weren't listening, fucking clean out your ears, okay? Don't respond to his texts, but respond to him on social media. Ooh. 
That is one of my favorite moves because it signals to him that you're available. Mm -hmm. You just actively don't want to respond to him. Yes. And that is a mind fuck. Like, when you do this, you're letting him know exactly, like, what's up. Yes. Which is, you don't feel like talking to him, but, like, you do feel like scrolling Instagram. Yes. Or, like, you could post a story and not text him back or post at all. That's another way to do it. That is another fucking way to do it. It's so good. I love it. It's just too good. (laughs) Okay, this is the last one. And this is a really quick one, and it's going to sound really fucking weird. Go on a vacation because you know what? A lot of you can't be trusted. You guys cannot be trusted. The guy lives down the street from you and you can't say no to him for anything. Yes, that's so true. You know women like that. Like they just, sure, right? They cave so easily. Yes. So I think you should go ahead and physically remove yourself physically remove yourself. You want him to run circles around you or do you want to go to the Bahamas? Yes. Like, which one do you want to do? Yeah, like when he calls you at 2 a.m. for a booty call and nine times out of 10 you go. Yes. You physically can't go this time. So. Yes. You physically cannot go. You can like fucking go on Google and like Google flights as much as you want, but like you won't be able to make it in time. Mm -hmm. And for some of you, it's like, that's really like what we need to do with (laughs) y'all because like you will cave every single time. So, and there's just something powerful about not being in the same state as him. I don't even really know how to explain it. It's just like, it's jarring. To a dude, if they think that they have you, right? Where they want you. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're calling you and you spring on them like, oh, I'm in St. Bart's for the weekend. Yes. Which relates to like having your own life, you know? He's like, oh, damn. Like this girl just goes to fucking St. Bart's like, and she doesn't need me. And that sounds fun. And who is she there with? Mm -hmm. And who is she going to meet? Mm-hmm. Which leads me to the last thing I want to fucking say about this because I could talk about this for weeks. I have so much fucking shit that like I could say about this. This is my last point and this is something that you should not do is try to make him jealous. Trying to make a dude jealous. I mean, this really could be like an entire episode in itself. It is every uncreative girl's default move. It is the first thing that they try to do and it rarely works because they underestimate this guy's ability to tell when you're lying and then these girls are too transparent with it. Mm -hmm. You know, like she's like texting him, oh my God, um, this guy just won't leave me alone. I don't know what to do. But instead of sounding concerned, like she straight up sounds like she's bragging. Yes. Or another thing, they run straight to social media and post stuff on their story, but it's such cringy apparent shit. There is a smart way to do this. And I think a one way that you can do it, but I'm still kind of against it, is to have one of your good friends that you know he follows or like is going to stalk Have her post something of you having fun. Ooh, that's a good idea. Right? And then you can just repost it on your story. Because maybe he doesn't follow her or whatever. Because then it just looks like you're not trying that hard. It's just a fucking repost. And the rest of your night is a mystery. Yes. I mean, he's just going to be fucking refreshing your friend's fucking story. Being like, How do I catch a glimpse of her? Oh my God, is that her arm? Mm -hmm. Is that her voice? Yes. In the background? Did I hear a dude talking to her? Yes. It's like, oh my God, it's just so fucking fun. I mean, I'm the first to admit that the making them jealous thing is a hard one to pull off. So I usually just like actually do things that would warrant jealousy, like fuck another guy. Or just keep my roster full. (laughs) I mean, if he's not my boyfriend, like, okay. 
I'll give you something to actually be jealous about. That's true. I won't tell them like I'm fucking someone, but like no. they'll sense it. Yeah, if it comes up, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to like, you know, cradle his feelings or whatever the fuck. That's really the most convincing way to make him jealous is to like actually like, you know. Fuck act. someone else. Yes, basically. <laughs> but for real, the jealousy will come by more subtle things, by not responding to him for a night, not by you directly trying to point out how like, oh my God, these guys want me. Like this guy thinks I'm hot. Oh my God, like this guy's hitting on me at the bar. He doesn't care if guys like you. That doesn't make him jealous. He cares if you like them back. He cares if you're entertaining it. So when you're telling him, um, Drake's manager wants me to go to this party. Like, I don't know if I should go though. Yeah, you're going to feel really fucking dumb when he responds and tells you to go because it sounds dope as fuck. And then you're like, oh, okay. Your efforts did not work. You just look dumb. So those are my tips for getting the upper hand. And again, I know it can sound manipulative, conniving, just very plain games, but it's so much more profound than that. It improves your quality of life. Do you want to be the girl crying over men your whole life? Or do you want to stop the pattern now and be the bad bitch that just has a fun, busy life that doesn't revolve around how fast Brad texted you back? It's not selfish or toxic. It's seductive. It's attractive. And it's going to make your life a lot more fucking peaceful. Let me tell you. So if you are someone who recently had the power scale tip on you and you've now lost control of the situation, trust the process. Trust what I'm telling you. Don't freak out if he pulls back when you pull back. Because he might. He will always come around. Always. They always come back. Every single time. And the turnaround time is usually fast, you know? Yeah. Girls freak out over like a day. It's like, sweetie, just give it a few days and he's going to come crawling back. Trust me. I want all the sleuths to have the option if they want to have the upper hand. Because I don't ever want them, you know, in a relationship feeling less than or feeling like they're not in control. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just give it to you guys straight. And with that... Today's class is over and you guys are all failing just so I can have you guys next semester and I'm never going to let you guys graduate. Okay, let's move on to something. It's quite the swerve. It's quite the fucking segue. I want to talk about something very explicit and sexual and incredible. Really mind-blowing shit, okay? This is stemming from a conversation that I had with my guy friend last night, Woody. Alex, you know him. Mm-hmm. I really should have him on the show. He is Ooh, one of a kind. That would be amazing. So, he's just a really, really interesting cat. He gets a lot of pussy, though. Yes, he does. He does. That's one thing mm-hmm. that is true. So we were talking about guys coming in girls. The old cream pie (laughs) trick, okay? Splooging all up in her vaginal hole. Why? Like, I already explained what it is. Like, I don't know why. I I could keep going if you want me to. (laughs) Trying to turn this on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, splooge up all in her vaginal hole. That's such a turn on. And I was saying, and Alex, let me know if you agree with me, that the men who come in a girl with no follow-up afterwards are absolute sociopaths. Yes. And I'm- 100%. Yes. And I'm talking like casual sex, like not your boyfriend. Yes. Because you tell me, Alex, why. What is it about fucking having sex with you, ejaculating in you, potentially putting a baby in you, And then you just never hear from them. There's no, are you on birth control? Hey, are you going to take the plan B pill? Like these types of men are fucking the most reckless human beings on the planet. Like will be Ted Bundy's, you know, (laughs) like it's just psychotic to me. But then you have 
the men who make you prove it. And they're the opposite. Yes. And they're like, I've had this happen to me. And I've actually like, I know a lot of friends where the dude is like, hey, like, uh, would you mind just sending a video of you putting the day after pill in your mouth, swallowing, opening your mouth and showing me like the pill was ingested? Are you fucking kidding? No, I had, I mean, one of my like on again, off again, like, I'm not gonna say my boyfriend, but like, he had me do that. What? And I was like, sir, I don't want your fucking yeah, kid. Fuck, no. fuck off. But I don't know. Those guys are a little more normal to me than dudes who are like, yeah, I mean, like, you do you, girl. Like, yeah. you just you just let me know if I'm having a kid or not. Yeah. Because, though, like, I have no explanation for those types of men at all. So this is what was really interesting to me in my conversation with Woody Because he starts telling me about how he handles this situation. And it was an approach that I had never fucking heard about in my entire life. It was mind-blowing. He said that he won't ask the girl if she's on birth control or to get the day-after pill. He will just let her know that she really, truly does not want to go through with something like that. Go through what? Having his kid? Yes. He will straight up say, baby girl, if you want to go down that lane, I'm just being honest. You're going to get screwed. It won't be a good situation for you or the kid just being honest. It's like, you're going to be a single mom and I'm not paying <laughs> child support. Pretty much. Like, basically, I'm going to be a piece of shit. Basically. And I... Oh my God. It's kind of like commendable though I mean crazy you could take it in like a threatening way like excuse me but like that's not really what he's saying he's just saying like yeah that's where I'm at in my life I don't want to be a dad I don't want to be a boyfriend I'm going to be a piece of shit and you're gonna have a miserable time but like you know take that info and do what you will and I kind of find it really commendable honestly do you I mean sounds like a real piece of shit but like (laughs) I have never heard of that before. So yeah, I guess it is a little bit. I mean, it's honest. So then he's not paying for the plan B or the abortion then. No. Mm, That's a really good question. Because he was the one that came. Yep. That, you know what? That is also a conversation is like the men that like offer to pay for that. If a dude offers to pay for those things, then I'm like, I take him more seriously. 100%. And he, there's a better chance he's going to fuck me again. Exactly. So, I mean, men listening, like, take that with you. But I don't know. I thought it was like a very interesting approach. And then I started asking him more questions because, I mean, you know me. I'm always out here in the field gathering data for us all. And I love to pick the straight male's brain. And he really opened my eyes to what it means if a guy decides to take the risk to fill you up, Buttercup. (laughs) Yes, I had to say it like that. I had to say it like that. He really gave me like an insider perspective into what makes a dude want to do that come inside a girl. Ooh, interesting. Yes. And it was very interesting because I think that a lot of women think, and I used to think this way until I grew up, that if a guy comes in you, he must love you or care about you. Yes. That's not accurate. You would be incorrect for thinking that. A guy splooging all up inside of you does not mean he likes you. It really just doesn't. It does not. It just means he really likes the moment he's in. How many of your boyfriends have been like, I want to put a baby in you? (gasps) Like all of them? Like dirty talk or like outside of the I mean, either way, you don't say shit like that if you don't mean it, right? Ooh, sometimes I just like beat them to the punch and I'm like, come inside me. Oh, I like, I want to like up the ante, you know? But no, I think guys are just like, fuck, like, I'm going to come. Can I come in you? Well, maybe we have seen different kind of toxic guys then. (laughs) So wait, you're telling me, like, these guys are out here saying, I want to put a baby in you, and then they come in you. Yeah. Well, actually, no. Maybe it's outside of the bedroom. Okay. 
But have you had that happen? Absolutely. Okay, so they're all talk like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm, they are. I have absolutely had a guy say that. And it's kind of an interesting thing because it's like, hmm, he just said, I want to put a baby in you. Is that sexual? Is that just like, I like want to come inside your pussy because it feels good? Or is that him being like, wait, I really, really like you and like want to have babies with you? I don't know. Yeah. We need to like decode that shit. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I guess it depends on the guy and the circumstances. But yeah, I mean, Woody just, I love that we're calling him Woody. I know. It's his stage name, you guys. <laughs> but he made it very clear. He was like, listen, if I am in the heat of the moment and the passion and the sex is good, I don't give a fuck if she's on birth control. I don't care who it is. I don't care if I just met her. If it feels right, like I'm, I'm going to do it. So savage, savage. And then he's, he said, he was like, and then I, there's a very good chance. Like I won't talk to them ever again. I just like, it felt good in the moment. Cause you know, like that's like what feels good for guys. Imagine down the road, mm-hmm. like years and years from now, all of a sudden there's going to be like a mini Woody out there that like reaches out oh, to him. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, you're my real dad. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's what I'm saying though. You're right. Like, oh my God. <laughs> He's coming in all these girls just because it feels good and like the sex is great. Ooh, you know, I'm about to text him after this and be like, how many girls do you think that you came in? Because that is like, I don't know, 49 potential children. Oh Probably God. more than that. I think his number is up high. So guys, oh, I am fucking ready for questions, please. Can we get into SOS Save Our Sleuths? Questions, advice, concerns, stories. Let's fucking get into it. Okay, first question. Hey, Sophia, I love you in the podcast. I was wondering what your best tips are to make sure that your sneaky link slash one-time hookup doesn't tell anyone about you too. I live in a big city, but everyone knows everyone somehow. I have some embarrassing moments, mostly drunk, and I don't want people to know about them, especially if the sneaky link thinks you could be more than friends. Help. Okay, so basically, this girl is wondering how you can stop your sneaky link, side piece, booty call, fuck buddy, whatever the fuck it is, from gossiping about you is basically her question. Yeah, I don't know about gossiping, but just letting anyone know that you are fucking him. Are like intimate in any way, shape, or yes. form. Okay, so... My biggest piece of advice with this is to not care. And I know that's like such an annoying fucking answer, but I have just learned over time that people are going to talk about you in whatever capacity they want. And half the time, it isn't even fucking true. Alex, what did I find out like last week? This dude that we had hung out with when we were in Los Angeles was telling a bunch of people that I tried to fuck him. Oh, yeah. I can assure you guys I was not trying to fuck. Hell no. No. I was not trying to fuck this certain character. He just made it up. And so there's like a rumor about me in Los Angeles that I'm trying to like hook up with this dude. Yeah. So it's like you can't control what people say. However, I will say... She mentions that especially if the sneaky link thinks you could be more than friends. So like whatever dude she's fucking obviously has feelings for her, right? Yeah. Is what she's insinuating. Use that shit to your advantage. Make him think that maybe there's a fucking chance with you and just be like, you just, you don't know how much like my privacy means to me. And like, please like don't break my trust. Da, 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 da. Boom. That's interesting. Alex, what do you think? Well, first off, I think if you're so embarrassed and don't care about him, it sounds like, at all, and don't want to lead him on, it kind of sounds like, why are you fucking this guy to begin with? Like, (laughs) there's a lot of 
fish and a lot of penis in the sea. Why are you fucking someone you're embarrassed about in the first place? Like, let's start there. What if his dick is like that good? What if he is not attractive and looks like fucking hunchback of Notre Dame and has nothing going for him, but he has like a magical penis and she one night got drunk and let him fuck her. And then she was like, wait, I've never came like that. That was insane. And she just wants to keep hooking up, but she's embarrassed, you know? I mean, yeah, but I feel like if he had a big dick, that is something to brag about, not like to be embarrassed about. I don't know. I just think, who fucking cares? She does. I know, but I'm telling her, stop caring because you can fucking deny it. That's true. I don't know what kind of fucking freakazoid would make something up like that. But I have not hooked up with that person. Yeah, that's true. I don't think anyone would ever look at a woman and judge her based on who she's fucking. Um, <laughs> uh, only only if you're fucking up. If you're fucking up and you're fucking a celebrity or something like that, then I'm going to judge you and I'm going to be like, oh, she must like have like an amazing pussy. If I see a girl with a not hot guy, I assume he has a golden penis. That's true. I don't think anything less of her. That's true. I mean, I don't think anything less of her, but she thinks very less of that guy. So I would say just kind of move along. You had your fun. Time to like stop hiding. You probably like turn off your location every time you go to his house. Like, I know. Girl, if you're walking around with that much shame and you're like that scared of that secret coming out, like, yeah, maybe it's time to move on. Okay, Alex, will you do me the honors of this next one? Yes. Hey, Sleuths, this story is about a tampon and teeth. I met this 40-year-old man at a pool party in Vegas, and we hit it off immediately. Mind you, I'd gotten my period the day before, so a hoe was bleeding. He proceeds to tell me that he wants to eat me out, and I told him that I'm on my period, and his response was like, okay. Like, all right, sir, let's ride. We end up back at his hotel room, and I told him I needed to go to the bathroom, and he asked to take your tampon out, and I said yes, and he was like, No, I'm going to take it out for you. He throws me on the bed and then proceeds to remove my tampon with his teeth and flung that shit across the room. We ended up having sex and it was the best sex I've ever had. Okay. I have heard of this happening a lot. Dude, this has happened to me. Shut the fuck up. Yes. He took out your tampon with his teeth. Yes. Please explain. You need to like describe, explain. It, was, it wasn't like as hot as like this kind of situation. It was more like this guy wants to fuck right this second and he needed <laughs> to take that tampon out right that second. You know, it is kind of hot that he wasn't like scared about 100 tampon. And it was fun and like whatever. But when it was all over, <laughs> me trying to retrieve the tampon <laughs> and not being able to find it for like 30 minutes. I'm like, this shit is gonna like rot somewhere in this guy's room. Like, no! Dude. Dude, that's what's scary. Is like them like taking it out. I actually talked about this when I went on Horrible Decisions. I said, I was like, I have taken out my own tampon and just set it on the nightstand (laughs) to fuck. My And then you wake up and you see it and it's fucking horrifying. That is... Very interesting. That is so fucking funny. Did this guy use his teeth to take it out? No. He used his hand. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the But it was flung. He flung it, like, across the room? Yeah. It really was hard to find. (laughs) You know what? I like it. I think exactly what you said, Alex. The first reaction I had reading this question, this 40-year-old Vegas dude sounds fucking sexy as shit. Because mm-hmm. you know he's dirty and like grimy and gross and like he will fucking, you know, put yeast infection medication on his dick and fuck your yeast infection right out oh, of you. yeah. Those are the type of men I like to play with. Me too. Because you can just be like disgusting and a freak. You can be a woman and bleed and he'll accept you with okay. this tea. That was very eloquently said and profound. Alex, thank you for saying that. It's not me being disgusting. It's me having 
a tampon fantasy. <laughs> okay, let's go on to the next one. Please give me that guy's number, by the way. Okay, next. Hey, girl, I wanted to tell you about this stuff called Scream Cream. All of these questions sound like they're Halloween stories. I know. Ooh. Tampon and teeth. Scream Cream. This girl said, your sleuths might be interested in this cream. I recently got off birth control and my libido wasn't coming back. So I brought it up to my gyno and she talked to me about how arousal starts in the brain. So if I was used to not thinking about it, I would have to change that habit. She wrote me a prescription for scream cream and told me to give it a try. You apply it directly to your clit and it works by bringing extra blood circulation down there and getting you in the mood. So I put it on, waited 30 minutes, grabbed my vibrator and got busy. Holy fucking shit. I'm pretty sure my entire neighborhood heard me orgasm. It's been a few months now and I'm back to wanting to have sex every waking second. Wanted to shout this from the rooftops. Scream cream. That sounds like a children's toy or like a candy or something. Like what? That's a real medicine? Wait, I don't believe that that's what it's called. It can't be. I don't believe that you walk into Walgreens and go up to the pharmacy and you're like, can I get my scream cream? No, there's no way. But I'm sure that it does have a medical term and God bless because did you ever lose sex drive on birth control? No, no. Personally, I have never. That thing stays at an all-time <laughs> high. Okay. Well, for some of the less fortunate of us, I remember when I was on it, my sex drive disappeared. I would only let my boyfriend at the time fuck me doggy so I could just not have to, like, make eye contact oh. and could just, like, leave my head on the pillow and I would just, like, wait for him to be over. So... And a lot of women, they don't, they can't afford to get off birth control. And I, yes, having your sex drive in a sex life is just so fucking important. Oh yeah. But so is birth control. And so I am, I'm just like really excited that the salute shared this with us. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people could use this. I want to use it and I'm not even on birth control. I know. I want to use it too. It kind of reminds me of Viagra for like women kind of. Yes. Finally. Fucking Finally. Now it's not only about guys getting hard and being able to stay hard and come. Now we care about women. I fucking love it. I know. I wonder, though, if it's like the same thing. Like, does the blood circulation stay in your clip for like 12 hours? Oh, my God. How long does that like last? That's right. That's like a liability. And also, like, how much blood are we talking down there? (laughs) Like, we got a little chub going on. Like... (laughs) I don't know. I'm down to try it, though. I'm so fucking down. How do we get a prescription? I should have gone some in Mexico. I just feel like Mexico has fucking every single drug you could think of. But if anyone out there is having issues with their sex drive, you know, or they're having an issue fucking their sugar daddy because he's 80 years old (laughs) and you're 20, but you just need to get that bag, maybe put this on your clit. You know, so you can fake it better. That's fucking hilarious. There you fucking go. Okay. Hi, Sophia and Alex. Love the pod, my absolute favorite. I have a problem here. The past three dudes that I have brought home and let's stay over never know when to leave the next day. When I wake up, I just want them to leave, especially we were drinking the night before. How do I get them to leave when I don't really have a reason other than I want to be alone. I don't want to just kick them out. So how do I get them to leave in a nice way, SOS? (laughs) That's funny to me for some reason. Uh, I would leave my own house. Exactly. I was going to say, you put your clothes on, you pack your purse. Uh You're like, hey, I got to run. Like, yes. You got to go. Yes. And then you walk out, you walk, you take one lap around your house and you walk right back in that door. Um, I would suggest getting in your car and like driving like down the street. But she's hungover. What? Like what? He's going to accidentally catch her like in her backyard. (laughs) In the bushes. (laughs) I think you leave your own house. But then like there's the issue of like, oh my God, I don't really know this guy. Is he going to steal my shit? Say like your parents are coming over. Oh my God, my grandma's coming over. Oh my God, my friend's going to be here any minute. 
Yeah, or have one of your friends call you and like make up some crazy lie, like she's hysterical and she needs to come over right now. You're like, oh, sorry, like I need to talk to her alone or something. Classic, classic. Girl, there's so many fucking ways. It's called lying. You just straight up lied to this guy to get him to go. You don't need to tell him it's because you want to be alone. See ya. There's the door. Have a great day. I'm actually more shocked that this girl allows men to go to her place to fuck. What? Disgusting. No, girl, you always make sure that you go to the dude's house so that you can fucking escape in the middle of the night, in the morning, right after. Like, that is a golden rule. Yeah. My house, my bed, my sanctuary. Yeah, I don't know what guys are staying over that late. Like, what, they expect you guys are going to go get brunch or something? No. Like That's so unattractive. That's so unattractive. And that makes me cringe. That's never happened to me, to be honest. Like, Sophia said, I always go to the guy's house. Mm-hmm. But if I woke up and it was, like, noon and there was a man next to me, oh. I'd be like, I would be very scared. But the, it's the lingering like, he, like, doesn't get the hint. Ew. Just picture him, like, walking around in his boxers and be like, good morning. No. Uh, no. No. Another good thing you can say is I am going to the gym. I got to go to the gym. Or, like, I have a session with my trainer. If I said that, they'd be like, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> but then if you say something like that, you have to do a follow-up. Like, you know, I'll text you later. Whatever. You know what, girl? You got this. You just fucking lie to the man. Okay? There's a million different lies. And if you leave and then you go back to your house and he's still fucking there, then you got to call in like backup. I don't even know what the fuck you should do. Call 911. Say there's an intruder. (laughs) Okay, guys. That's it for this week. You can follow me at Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y. Please, you have no idea how much it means to me if you rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It helps me continue doing what I'm doing. Alex, where can they find you? You can find me at AlexFranco underscore meow. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye.